welcome back to the Hallmarkies podcast. I am Amy and I am taking over for Rachel today as the host of the podcast and I am so so excited. So today's theme for the podcast is the Hallmark Channel app. So when you search the Hallmark Channel on the app store a blue app comes up that has just like information about the ch channel and different um, movies that you can watch. So we thought we would pick three movies from the app and discuss them today. And today our special guests are the lovely Casey. Hello, I don't know Hello. which direction. <laughs> and then the wonderful Lisa. Hi guys. So the three movies we picked were Mail Order Bride, Lies Between Friends, and Smart Cookies. And they're all from like kind of different eras of Hallmark. Would you guys agree? Like all oh, of them yeah. are different. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so why don't we just start out with um Casey's movie, Mail Order Bride. Um, I'm just going to give a quick description of it, and then you can talk about it since you picked that one, and then we'll go from there. Okay. So, Mail Order Bride came out on Hallmark Channel in 2008, and it's basically a story of um, a lady who is a con woman and works for this man named Tom. She wants to get out of that situation, so she takes the place of her um, deceased friend Jen, becomes a mail-order bride, goes and meets this guy named Bo, who thinks that she's Jen, and um, then her, Tom, her old boss, finds out she's there, Bo finds out she's not really Jen, and just chaos ensues from there. There's a lot of shooting, and yes, other things, so... <laughs> Yeah. All right. Casey, you take it away. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yes. So I picked Mail Order Bride because I I love history. And this is set in like the 18, late 1880s. And I was like, okay, Mail Order Bride. Yeah, that sounds totally fun. Like, you know, one calls the heart gone Mail Order Bride. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's not this movie. Okay. So <laughs> first, first off. First of all, um, this is um, pre-Happy Hallmark. For those of y'all <laughs> who are maybe new Hallmark fans, such as myself, um, this is not your happy Wayne Calls the Heart vibe. This is kind of dark, actually, for Hallmark. Mm -hmm. um, it's not inappropriate or anything. Well, we'll get into that. But um, it was... It had me a little shook <laughs> just because of, um, it was, it was kind of crazy. Um, but I still had a lot of fun with it because, you know, it did take, it, it's, it takes place in like the 1800s and she decides to go, Diana is her name. She decides to go, um, in her deceased friend's place to this random, like, I think she went to Kansas or something. Um, <laughs> It was, like, and, the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it was, like, <laughs> the middle of nowhere, and she's just, like, still in her um, saloon girl getup or whatnot, and she's, like, not even, like, I felt like she wasn't even trying to be Jen, because she still had her, like, <laughs> her, like, bosom still popping out and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and then her excuse was, like, oh, this isn't my luggage. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> Yeah, so she so she arrives in this town and Bo helps her out and her luggage falls like all over the street and it's like her brassieres and her corsets and 
her like very scandalous clothing. <laughs> she's just like, this isn't mine. This is not mine. And she's like trying to scoop everything out. And he's like, hello, my love. And I'm just like, what is going on here? And so, um, so he takes her back to, or he, yeah, he takes her back to the um, his ranch. She knows nothing about ranching. Um, she's like snooping around. He throws her an engagement party, and as they're dancing, and she's dancing with all these men, she's pickpocketing them. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my word! What is going on here? Like, is she even trying? Because she's trying, and she's trying to get money to go to San Francisco to get away from Tom, who basically has ownership of her. Um, and um, so that was like completely bananas. Um, he finds out so the next day he's like did you have a good time last night and she's like oh i sure did and she tries to like make out with him and he stops her and he's like i know what you did last night <laughs> and i'm like what is happening here um so um so then she confesses that she's not really jen she's actually diana jen really died and all this stuff and all this chaos ensues and he basically lies to her and says that the stagecoach doesn't come for another um like three weeks or something like that and you're gonna pay me back for all the trouble that you've given me and so she he makes her work at his ranch and i'm like i don't get it i don't know nice. what you see. i don't get what they see in each other like did you see that amy like did you see the chemistry they, there there wasn't any really i was like so weird like i don't i didn't get it but i mean you know, he said it'd been like three years since he'd like seen a woman or something like that. So I guess he's just like, all right, well, there's a woman here. I might as well, you know, take it or leave. Oh, yes. And then the most bonkers thing of all. So Tom finds out that Diana is in this town, right? So he basically chases after her. And they're in the saloon. And um, Bo walks in, and he's a farm boy, okay? He's supposed to be a big buff farm boy. He gets beat up by the city slicker, and I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And so he he rides back to town, and it's like a 10-mile, like, horse ride. I don't, it's a couple hours. I don't know. Anyways, and he's, like, basically dying. He has a broken rib and a beat-up face, and she nurses him back to health. And then this is the part where it gets a little scandalous. This is this this was not Hallmark. I was like, what? What's going on yeah. here? Um, so mm. he is like he basically says to her, okay, little people ears, close your ears. He basically says to her, um, when he wakes up after he's recovering from his injury, um, who took my shirt off? And he, she says, I did. And he said, Good. And then they get it on. <laughs> they they start making family making family that's that's how rachel refers to it is making family and i'm like um he just broke like a rib and that's like the last thing he's thinking of <laughs> exactly like he's bleeding he was bleeding like five seconds ago and he broke a rib but y'all are gonna get it on i guess okay and y'all have fallen in love and i don't i don't i don't i don't get I don't it, get it. <laughs> It didn't make much sense. Um, yeah. And then, you know, the whole, there's a shootout after that. <laughs> pretty much. It was much. a pretty awesome shootout. And, like, like they're throwing torches at the barn yeah. and all this stuff, trying to get Diana. 
and then basically Bo and Diana win and Tom is um he's actually a con man himself that nobody's been able to get and he's part of like the Irish mafia which yeah. is like, <laughs> I don't know and then um Diana and Bo get married happily ever after the end so, Even though she's still getting money from places she shouldn't, but you know. Yeah, and she's still pickpocketing people, <laughs> even at her own wedding. Yeah. I have to say, so, it's a wedding, because that's amazing. <laughs> and can I just make two points very quickly about this movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One. Go for it. If you're going to look for it, make sure you put Mail Order Bride Hallmark, because if you try and Google Mail Order Bride, Oh, yeah, something, something else will come up. <laughs> You're going to get some other results that you might not want to go to. Second of all, in, on Internet Movie Database, they have this other poster. Okay, this can't really tell, but at the very bottom it says, A Little Hustle on the Prairie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they get some hustling going on. That's right. They're- not A Little Hustle on the Prairie. It says, A Little Hustle on the Prairie. <laughs> You know, it's your gut. You got because it's not doesn't say Hallmark Channel. It says as seen on the Hallmark Channel. I'm like, oh, you know, it's a good one. (laughs) So 2008 Hallmark was a little bit more frisky than now. So now that we gave like a little bit of premise, I think since this is like an old west theme, we should compare what elements are in this that are not in When Calls the Heart, since that's the old west current day Hallmark thing. So what do you what do you think? Um, first of all, saloon girls. Yeah, there's none of those. There's none of those. Uh, <laughs> no saloon bar fights. None of those. I wish there uh, was, though. Like, honestly, can we just get, like, Lee and some random guy just, like, throwing down in uh, yes. saloon? <laughs> <laughs> that would be legit. Um, let's see here. No pickpocketing, no swindling. Um... Let's see here. I gotta say, all the bad guys in One Calls the Heart are pretty tame. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I I will say, despite this movie being so completely bonkers, the character, the bad guys were really good. Like, there were reasons for them to be bad. Whereas in One Calls the Heart, it's like, oh, you're trying to put a railroad in my town. You're a bad guy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, we, we need a little more meat. When, and this yeah. gave it, this had a lot more edge. Um, There's see. stakes. Yes. There's real stakes real in Mail Order Bread. Yes, yes, exactly. Real um, there was, the, the sheriff was not helpful pretty much at all in this movie. I mean, the Mounties, eh, you could argue, they're kind of helpful in Uncle Sarge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's really like, just, just a complete opposite. So you can see that between 2008 and When Did One Calls the Heart Start, like 2012, yeah, 14? 2012, something like that. Yeah, something like that. In in that like four or five year <laughs> gap, uh, Hallmark dramatically changed their outlook on the Old West. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. This was more like Little House on the Prairie. Take it up one notch. Yeah, I would say, like, not early Little House on the Prairie, more like mid-to-end Little House on the Prairie, when the the girls got older and there's a little more, you know, stuff. (laughs) It wasn't as, like, you know, hey, 
the five-year-old can watch this because she's read Little House in the Big Woods, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's what I was All right, so there. is there any other points you'd like to say about this uh, movie? Well, oh, this- yeah. Oh, go okay. ahead. Sorry. Oh, okay. I was just going to say um, one thing that kind of was fun for me as a postable, um, the lady, Diana, is played by mm-hmm. Daphne Zuniga, and she is the she's the mean lady in the pilot. Oh, okay. The, the boss. Yes. Yeah. And I Who was never like, shows up again. And I'm always like, what happened to that lady? Yeah. <laughs> but it was so funny to me because I was looking at, you know, Diana and her getup, and I was like, why do you look so familiar? And so I looked her up on IMDB and I was like, oh my gosh. She was in the pilot of Pinefield Delivered. She's the crazy lady. Um, so <laughs> there was one thing there. And then the second thing, also postable related, the set of um, like the Midwest, uh, the saloon in that area, that's the same set they mm-hmm. used for, um, what's her name? Uh, Mr. DeLorman and Renita, Hayweather, Renita Hayweather's um, like love story. The one, the uh, the story that Rita writes, and it's like seven thousand pages long, and like oh. it's about her and Norman, but they're set in a Midwest town, and you can see like they cut out into them being in the Western town, and he saves her. That's the same set, and I was that like, like oh. super familiar. Yeah. It looks super familiar, and I'm like, what is that from? Because I'm like, is this like an old iteration of where they film Wine Calls the Heart now? But when I looked it up, I'm like, it's like a different farm. So yep. yeah. So, two fun postable facts. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything to add, Lisa? Yeah. So, this was written by Neil and Tippi uh, Dabrowski. I think that's how you pronounce it. And they've written a billion movies for Hallmark, including <laughs> Smart Cookies, which we're going to talk about. But they've written, like, a ton of movies, um, like, basically all of our favorites. So, I pretty much love the fact that this was written. This was 2008. And they've written over the years, and so their style has evolved. And But, like... <laughs> It's a bunch, you know, this Bridal Wave, A Royal Christmas, um, wow. Wind Calls the Heart episodes, Love on the Air, North Pole, Crown for Christmas, Surprised by Love, like all the good ones. Oh, wow. And Yeah. Please we need to get them on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all come on over. I'll put that on my list of uh, people to possibly contact. <laughs> yes. All right, so... If we had to rate this movie in, like, um, a Crown's rating, one to five, what would you guys give it right now? I would probably give it a 3.5. I was originally going to rank it lower because my I was so shocked by it. I was like, what the heck did I just watch? But it was, it was so fun for me because it was so bonkers and so bananas out of you know, what I'm used to as the Hallmark channel. Um, and I thought it was fun. I didn't think the characters really had all that chem- much chemistry, but that's okay. She's a male order bride and they're not supposed to have chemistry really because he literally just met her like two seconds yeah. ago. Um, I, <laughs> I do wish they could have, we could have seen a little bit more of them falling in love. Um, sans the family making, but <laughs> you know, good. All right, Lisa, would you, what would you rate this? Let's do the same. Let's do 3.5 because I love Daphne Zuniga. I love, loved her since Gross Anatomy. 
And I, when I when I that movie came out, I was obsessed and I wanted to be her. Mostly because she ends up with Matthew Modine. Sorry, spoiler alert if you've never seen that movie. Um, <laughs> but I mean, the fact that this is just on Hallmark and it's called Mail Order Bride and the tagline is a little hustle on the prairie. <laughs> yes. 100% in. Yes. <laughs> it's a classic. And I'm going to agree with you guys. I think it's a solid 3.5. This is this is good. Um, and I would watch it again. Would you guys watch it again? Yes. Oh, yeah. I'd watch okay. it again for the, for the laughs. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I was laughing. I was like, what the heck, y'all? <laughs> All right. Well, our next movie was picked by Lisa, and it's called Lies Between Friends, um, and it was on Hallmark Channel in 2010. Um, this was pre-Hallmark Movies and Mystery being an official channel, but this was considered one of Hallmark's um, mystery movies because Hallmark Movies and Mysteries didn't come into the scene until 2014-ish. Um, but basically, a little synopsis, um, it's about a group of friends from college, 14 years after they graduated, they go to one of their aunt's uh, bed and breakfasts to celebrate kind of like a bachelorette slash bridal shower weekend for one of their friends. And then, of course, one of their friends dies, and uh, the main character, Joss, tries to find her killer, falls in love with the, the local sheriff um, in the process, and yes. So, um, Lisa, what did you think of this uh, movie? Okay, first of all, when I chose this movie, I was using my phone, the Hallmark app on my phone, mm -hmm. and the main picture is this giant picture of all these couples in this big <laughs> And the blurb says, 14 years after graduation, a group of college friends convene one evening for a, one weekend for a bridal shower. The first night sees neglected friendships rekindled and old tensions resurfacing. And I thought, oh, it's going to be like the big chill, but for Hallmark, it's just going to be a bunch of friends getting together, drinking wine, and <laughs> coming out. And that's all I knew about it. And I thought, okay, somebody's going to have maybe like kiss somebody because it's Hallmark or somebody's going to be like... <laughs> you cheated off me on that one exam, bam, you know, something like that. I didn't know somebody died. <laughs> like, <laughs> that girl falls off the roof. And I'm like, what am I watching? And I pull up the thing again. And I'm like, this didn't say anything about death. And I, so then I go to Hallmark. Oh, a Hallmark actual site says old jealousies and deeply buried secrets lead to murder. I was not. I thought it was just gonna be a bunch of like guy and gal friends like getting together, drinking a bunch of wine, and telling secrets. No, there's murder, and it was. I'm sorry, but it was just all over the place, crazy fun. Because not only was there murder, there was cheating, there was teen pregnancy, there was talk of abortion. I mean, there was drinking. I was like, what? It was amazing. This is not something you would see on Hallmark today. Like, definitely <laughs> no. no. <laughs> no. Like, no. Not at all. like it was even too racy for Hallmark movies and like yeah even on Hallmark movies and mysteries this is too much like they yeah. should bring up abortion I was like oh, oh wow this is getting deep although I'm gonna go ahead and be honest uh, yeah I, I was like whoa okay yeah they say it but I don't think they say the word they should say she wanted terminate. to terminate terminate yeah and for those of y'all that haven't seen, I won't give too much away, but let's just say that there was some babies happening and young kids and 
uh, murder and lots of wine and even the drinking, like they don't really do that a whole lot. I mean, usually drinking now is like celebratory, like people like have a glass of champagne at something or there might be a beer between buds when they're talking, you know, like dudes like (laughs) they'll open it, but never drink it, which, um, but this was like wine and let's stay up and drink. And I mean, Overall, though, I was super into it. I was like, because yeah. I had no idea. I had no idea who ended up. I was, I was second guessing everybody. I thought every single person in the movie, except the main character, was the murderer at one point. I was like, oh, you did it. You did I know. It. Yeah. I, know. I was like, oh, the aunt did it. No, uh, Laura or whatever did it. No, the other lady did it. I was, I literally thought at, everyone did it at one point. I'm like some random guy they knew in college probably did it. Like, who knows? So it was, um, it was not what I expected I just, in terms of tone, yeah. but I had so much fun with it. Yeah. I was shook, man. Yeah. I watched that last night. I was like, I, I, I messaged y'all and I was like, I am shook right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. And I think for me, it was the fact of, again, I read the same synopsis. It was like, oh, a bunch of friends, you know, yeah. petty stuff, whatevs, cool, whatevs. And um, then there were so many plot twists mm-hmm. and there's so many things mentioned. And I was just like, what is this? This is on the Hallmark channel? Yeah. yeah. Dang, and, y'all. I gotta say, I'm in college right now and the whole part spoiler alert if y'all haven't watched this about um the one kate was pregnant and then the other girl was like oh i'm gonna take and raise this baby as a senior in college (laughs) from my end when the dad is the fiance of another one of my friends and i'm gonna pretend it's my baby i was like i'm a senior in college no (laughs) like i don't think anyone i know in college would be like yeah that sounds normal that's a i mean yeah we'll do that and then keep it a secret i can get people to pick me up at the airport and this woman's like i'll take care of your baby yeah exactly like forever like i understand she was trying to you know like talk her friend out of you know not terminating the pregnancy and everything but you know i would have been like oh maybe think about adoption or whatever not like hey i'll take the kid i'll raise it like can you imagine going to your parents and asking, so here's the thing. Um, there might be a way for me to save a baby's life and that we're going to raise it and then you're going to be their ba- grandparents. Could you help me? <laughs> like, what, when do you talk about that? When do you broach that subject? You know, it's uh, the whole thing was bananas. <laughs> I loved every second of it. It was so yeah. awful. And then there was a crazy romance thrown in too for the main character and the sheriff. I mean, it was so... <laughs> It was just so ridiculous, but they were together in real life, so I really like that because they actually were together. All right, we have a real life together, and I was like, okay, "Okay, I'm into this. But um, yeah, bananas, all of it, so good. Oh my gosh, so bananas! And then uh, for like um, when the doctor goes and look up, she looks up the records. I'm like, oh, you are violating HIPAA. Yeah. I thought she did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I thought all of them did. I thought they were all in cahoots together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like, someone pushed that girl off that roof. And everybody actually knows. (laughs) Just not not the main character. I thought they all were in on it. (laughs) 
at one point. Okay, I do have a question really um, about the death, just real quick. Okay, so at the end, when they reveal the whole thing, it got really detailed for a lot of clues mm-hmm. that we didn't get. Like, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. they were like, and then you took these mints out, and you coated them in peanut oil, and then we're so far away from a dark, and I'm like, what? Who said, did I miss peanut oil and the allergies? Like, yeah, when she, when she checked when she checked the medical records, it said, um, she had said that she had almost died her sophomore year in college from a peanut allergy. And Doug, the murderer, was the one who signed her release papers when she got out of the hospital, which I also thought was weird because I'm like, but he's with the other girl. So why is he with Kate at the hospital when she's having a peanut allergy problem? Can't she call a parent or like someone other than Doug? I mean, just... (laughs) super detailed to get all those mitts covered mm-hmm. in peanut oil just to break in just to leave them on the off chance she'll eat one and then yeah like this is really specific it was way mm-hmm. too specific <laughs> yeah all right so i have a, i have a couple of questions so first off you guys are both married correct i'm correct in that yeah mm-hmm. all right so um <laughs> would you compare compare any of this to your bachelorette and or bridal shower party did anything like this no. no no first of all it was one night i could not swing a whole weekend with people they'd be like what no you're crazy uh it was one night and i'm sorry it's not hallmark friendly but i got so drunk that the next day i i was sweating like all day and people were like oh my god are you okay and i'm like yeah it was, ter- yeah, it was terrible yeah yeah no I got married like <laughs> several days after college graduation um I didn't really have a bachelorette party um I mean I just hung out with friends I mean you know yeah. I had a, bri- so had a bridal shower super unreal <laughs> My sister uh, went to Vegas. My sister actually took a whole weekend for her bachelorette party and went to Vegas. So I'm sure shenanigans happened there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I was younger, so I don't know. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, I just thought that would be funny. So um, what in this do you think we wouldn't see on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries today? <laughs> all of it? All, all of it? Yeah, um, definitely the abortion thing. I don't think would have happened. I really don't think they joke about anaphylactic shock anymore, or an- anaphylaxis. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Um, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they would joke about that anymore. Um, I don't think they'd have someone having a baby with someone else's fiance. <laughs> like all of it, it just would not. Um, I don't think they'd even air it now, like on Hallmark Movies and Miss. You know, it's funny. It's funny you say that because the, from the first moment it started, and Gabrielle Anwar, the the main character, shows up with that amazing bob. It was just so great. Mm-hmm. Um, even that they probably wouldn't do because now everybody has really long, loose, and flowy hair, and unless you're a villain, and then it's super tight, like up in a bun. Yeah. But even that, I was like, and all of her clothes were very arty and like severe, and I even thought just her whole style I don't they wouldn't do anymore unless she was like a villain and intentionally start you know what I mean though like I 
Yeah. I just thought just from her first look. Mm-hmm. But I liked it. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wish that Chesapeake Shores was more like this. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> or yeah. die in Chesapeake Shores. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Weird flex, I mean, but okay. Um. <laughs> well, no, I mean, okay, so here's the thing. Again, Lies Between Friends, so bonkers. I was not expecting it to be Lifetime. I mean, like, I was kind of like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. Like I said earlier, I was shook. But once we got past all the boring beginning, because the, the beginning was like, okay, what's going on? Up until that girl died, then it was like, oh, we have all these things. Like the whole, you know, guy has a baby with the best friend of his fiance whatever thing i mean that's a storyline in itself and i feel like <laughs> not that chesapeake shores needs to do that we don't need to be like hanky panking with like a bunch of different people but we need a little more meat you know and i feel like because the, all the siblings in chesapeake shores are all you know in their 20s and 30s i mean we need a little more than just like oh the land is uh tension or you know, Trace is going off to Europe. See you later, bud. <laughs> like, let's get with Lee. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, give us uh, some stakes. Doug back and let's get some, like, love triangle action happening. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Alrighty. Okay, <laughs> Alright, so what would you guys rate this one on a scale oh. of one to five? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with 4.5 because I loved every crazy second of it. It was awesome. <laughs> what about you, Casey? Um, I think I'd stick with my 3.5. Um, just because the beginning was super right. slow for me. Um, and then I, I was shook. I was just like... <sighs> yeah. But I will watch it again because I... I it's just one of those movies where it's like a train wreck waiting to happen and you're just like glued. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to I'm gonna agree with you. I'm going to go about 3.5. This is definitely, I really like this one. And I think now if someone's like, oh, Hallmark Channel isn't racy or whatever, I'll show them this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, oh, I'd like to do just watch this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, so the movie I picked um, was more recent, so it's Smart Cookies um, from 2012, and this is actually one of the only movies where Girl Scouts of America has actually allowed a movie to be made with them, like their um, logo and stuff in it, Um, and it stars, of course, Bailey Madison from Good Witch. And it's basically a high maintenance realtor is forced into doing some community service. And so she becomes the leader of a hopeless group of Girl Scouts to assist them in the regional cookie drive competition. Yes. So this was my pick specifically because I was a Girl Scout. I also love this movie and I love Bailey Madison. and it, it's just so cute. It's so adorable. The little Girl Scouts. And it's very relatable if 
you were a Girl Scout because there was the different type of girls in this movie. There was the overachiever troop, which was the, uh, the opposite troop. I, I describe that as those overachiever troop that does everything perfectly. And like, there's never a problem. There's never a problem that you see. And um, then, you know, the, the other troop, it was very close to what I feel my troop was like, you know, we had all these different girls with all these different personalities, different problems. Um, I love how they incorporated like the boy craziness into it with that one, the one girl um that definitely happened the joke is in girl scouts that the killer of girl scouts is going to be boys and sports because those are the two <laughs> reasons that girls normally leave girl scouts um and uh i just thought it was it was it's super cute it's super realistic that lady should not have in any way shape or form been a girl scout i highly doubt she is first aid trained or went through the leader training <laughs> before doing this um but yeah it was it was a very good representation. What did uh, what did y'all think, Casey? What did you think? <laughs> I I thought it was super cute. Um, I'm glad I saved this one for last because the first two movies, like wow, um, but this one was like oh happy Hallmark again, and it kind of honestly reminded me of a Disney movie, like one of those you know Friday night Disney movies from like the 90s or whatever, like Motocross or. I don't know, it just had that feel because you had like all the, the girls and they're just, you know, a bunch of kids being kids, I guess. And then you had the lady who had no idea what she was doing. And, um, you know, even the little girl who didn't talk and she was like a mute until they told her to sing. And she just like broke out in her little American Idol voice and stuff and dancing on the streets. And all the people were like, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like Disney. <laughs> I thought yeah. it was really adorable. Um, did not know the tidbit about the whole Girl Scout thing that you just mentioned because that was one question I had. I was like, are those real Girl Scout cookie boxes? Like, is that allowed? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, because I mean, I love me some Thin Mints and Samoas and all that good stuff. So I was definitely up on that. Um, I also kind of enjoyed the fact that the romance wasn't overly saturated in this movie because it was more about the Girl Scouts. Um, I thought that was fun. Um, and, you know, I feel like if that, if this movie were made today, there would have been, there would have been a sequel. I, I totally think there would have been a yeah. sequel with it just because we didn't see a lot of that romance. And I think that would have been fun to explore. Um, uh, I thought all the kid actors were great. Of course, Bailey Madison is adorable in this movie she's like the cutest little thing ever um and i mean i'd seen her in other movies when she was young but she's just like super cute love her um trying to think of anything else yeah i, I think it, i think it's a great one to watch with like your girls or your kids mm -hmm. or whatever it, it's definitely a fun family friendly movie <laughs> yeah um they actually the reason they partnered with Hallmark in 2012 for this movie was because it was the 100-year anniversary of Girl Scouts. Um, so that's why they originally did this, like, little partnership was because it was 100 years. And um, they did a lot of, like, Girl Scouts did a ton of stuff in 2012 that they wouldn't normally do, like, promotional-wise and stuff. So one of the things was they made this movie and partnered with Hallmark. But, um, yeah, so, Lisa, what do you think? Okay, so I'm going to be a terrible person and tell you that I was offended because I've seen this back in 1998, and it was called Troop Beverly Hills when they were the Wilderness Girls and not the Girl Scout. 
because it's kind of the same thing where this mom like has no experience and takes over Troop well, Beverly yeah, Hills. Yeah, Girl Scouts didn't let them. No, takes over Troop Beverly Hills with her little ragtag, but they're all like super rich and but super like uh, unmotivated. Uh, except for one, Kelly Martin plays the non-rich. Her dad used to be rich. He was like a movie star at their down on their luck. Anyways, and basically they're to get together to try and sell cookies and make themselves better. And there's even a singing scene where this one girl busts out her, oh, yeah. And so I encourage everyone to watch True Beverly Hills. Not that I don't love Bailey Madison and Girl Scout cookies. And Patricia Richardson is amazing, but True Beverly Hills uh, yeah, I think I think normally um, I run at the camp um, every summer. I run the AIT unit, which is girls that are going into seventh grade, meaning they're about to be volunteers the next year. So we train yes. them how to be volunteers. And on our sleep on our sleepover every year, we always watch Troop Beverly Hills. But I've gotten a lot of flack from certain parents about that because it's rated PG thirteen, <laughs> and all the <laughs> girls are like eleven, twelve. So I'm thinking maybe I'll show this movie instead this year, and maybe then I won't ha get the, you're not 13, why are you showing them a thir PG-13 movie? <laughs> yeah, because um, I've gotten, yeah, I've gotten a few times, like, this is PG-13, why are you showing it to our children? Which I totally understand, but like Troop Beverly Hills, like it's a rite of passage if you're a Girl Scout to watch Troop Beverly Hills. Um, <laughs> yeah, but um. So we're, we're on to my questions. Were either of you guys a Girl Scout? Did you like see any of your Girl Scouting history in this movie or? Okay. I'm going to go on both of those. No, I have two Girl Scout stories. One, when my mom said, you're going to brownies, I was like, okay, until, and I, I mean, brownies is what, five or six, something like that? Until she drove me up. Um, yeah. yeah, how old are you? Like, you're young, right? Yeah, it's different now. So, like in the past, like ten years, they've changed the levels. Now you're six, seven, and possibly eight. But yeah. okay, because when I went, I remember being super young, and but knowing enough to know that my mom pulled up at a house I did not recognize, and I was like, "What do you? What? I thought we were going." She's like, "Yeah, you get out here, you go to the meetings." I was like, "Uh, at a stranger's house? I don't know anybody here." <laughs> and she goes, "Yes, yeah, the first meeting." I was like, "No." And I didn't get out of the car, and that was the end of my brownies. But my kids wanted to be, do Girl Scouts, and I did it for a year. And then for some reason, they were just like, okay, we're over it. And I was like, oh, I had visions of, like, them staying on through high school and, like, you know, doing all of it and having all the patches. and tra I had grand visions, and they all got deflated very quickly. <laughs> we had fun that year, though. It was fun. <laughs> Do you have any experience with Girl Scouting, Casey? My experience involves eating those cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, um, Lisa, I would say your experience is pretty normal with your daughters just because a lot of girls will do it for a few years and then it'll either be like, oh, there's another after school activity that's more interesting, which I saw a lot with the other girls mm. that were in my troop and stuff. We started out with my troop we originally had 22 girls and when we graduated from high school we had four and that wasn't even from the original girls that was because two troops combined well that's the thing is they so, like that was like two troops. yeah yeah we live in an area where we don't really have any neighborhood troops and so they've had to latch on to others and those girls all go to school together and they all hang out together 
And then my kids were just kind of like the odd man out. And it was just kind of hard because we met at the school that those other kids went to and they all knew each other. Their parents all knew each other. And it was just, I think they were just, and so, you know, the, the troop leader was like, you know, you could start your own troop. And I was like, I could, couldn't I? Well, (laughs) My mom was the troop leader. And I, I knew I honestly, I had to be honest. And I was like, I have zero time for that. And that's not fair to not only my kids, but other kids. I was Mm -hmm. like, there's no way, there's no way. Uh, When I went to visit Rachel in January, I brought two of my friends with me and she's like, oh, how'd you guys meet? And I was like, well, Sammy was in my Girl Scout troop. We've known each other since we were 12. We're best friends. And then Mariah um, and I got thrown in two years ago to do camp together for an entire week. And like, if you do Girl Scout camp together, you either come out hating each other or being best friends. So <laughs> like, that's, that's awesome. how the three of us like all became friends. And it just um, like this, this movie specifically, I was like, you know, all the girls remind me of different girls in my troop and, you know, the different obsessions. We had one boy crazy one. We had one that, you know, like had a lot of family struggles that we, you know, helped him out with. Um, you know, we had the girl who had was being raised by a single dad and there was always shenanigans with him. He was always doing weird things, but like out of goodness for his daughter, but he was always doing strange things. <laughs> like, um, yeah. And then I just wanted to give one more fun fact. The little girl, Bailey Madison played a girl named Daisy. And that was a little nod to Girl Scouts because the founder yeah. of Girl Scouts, um, her name was Juliet Lowe, but everyone called her Daisy. And um, so that was why they named the main character Daisy um, as a little nod to her. And also the first level of Girl Scouting when yeah. you're in kindergarten is called date. Yeah. So it was just a little, little oh. cute when, when, I, when they said, yeah, when they said her name was Daisy, I'm like, oh, that's a little nod to Juliet Lowe, like the creator of Girl Scouts. Thank you. Because it was a hundred years and they're celebrating and yeah. Aww. So um, I want oh, to I know, do you question? guys, yes, go for it. So <laughs> at the very end when they're at the Rose Parade, was that like, is, was that staged or was that? the actual thing I think that was staged I'm pretty sure that part was staged but that was like that actually happened in I think 2012 in January um they actually had girls who had sold the most cookies the previous year Mm -hmm. on the parade float um that was not my troop and I didn't go either I was like oh I'm gonna go to the Rose Parade this year I've said that I've lived in Southern California my entire life, and I still have yet to hit the Rose Parade, <laughs> so, um, yeah, but, but that was, like, a big deal, like, um, especially in Southern California, if you lived here, you could go decorate the, the parade float if you wanted to and everything, um, but, yeah, that did, it did actually happen, but I'm pretty sure that scene was just staged, because mm-hmm. the scene was filmed, I believe, after it actually happened, if gotcha. that makes sense, like, it was after the, um, and I also think they filmed it all completely in Canada, so, <laughs> Oh yeah. Ranking then, Casey. What was your rating of this movie? Solid four. Good. Yeah. 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 I'm. I'm gonna agree with that. I think it's a four. I love this movie. I'm look forward to showing it to my girls. Hopefully, they'll like it and they won't be like, "Oh my gosh, Miss Amy, this is so boring." (laughs) Can we watch something more interesting? Like True Beverly Hills next. <laughs> yeah, because they're all like twelve years old, and they're sitting there like, "Wow, we have to learn how to be volunteers." And I try to make it fun. So at the sleepover, I'm like, "All right, we're gonna do each other's nails and watch a movie." And then they're normally just like, "This is so boring, Miss Amy. Stop." <laughs> would air this on Hallmark today? Do you think they would air this movie? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's totally clean. Uh, and Lisa, I didn't get your ranking. What What would you rate this movie? I am knocking off half a point because of my undying devotion to Treat Beverly Hills, so I will say a 3.5. Alrighty, 3.5. Good. Alright. Um, so lastly, I just want to talk a little bit about the app. So we all watch this on the Hallmark. This is not sponsored, by the way. This is just us reviewing the app, so we can say whatever we like about it. Um, but this is the Hallmark Channel app, so these movies are I believe they're free, or do you have to, I signed in with my direct TV. What did right. you guys have to do to get on this app? Yeah, yeah so you have to sign in, in with, yeah, with your provider. Um, so, like, was there any, like, problems you guys had with this app, or, like, was there anything weird that you experienced? Okay, I have a lot of comments about the app, and I'm <laughs> going to try and keep them very positive or constructive criticism. My initial issue is I wish that it wasn't just the Hallmark channel. I wish that they had a little side button that you could flip over to the Movies and Mysteries channel and you could see what's also playing there because they don't have a Movies and Mystery channel app. And apparently they're going to start doing more on the drama channel and they won't have an app for that. And I just, you get home, you get watch list, movies, live, show, schedule, and setting. And I'm like, give me the other channels. Same thing. Let me toggle <laughs> over. And it's a little different now because before Hallmark movies now, their streaming service, they used to offer a lot more movies on here. And now they've, they've dramatically decreased those. But even on the other app, they're not very searchable. It's not a very intuitive. Yeah. It's like, just show me them all. You don't need to section them out for me based on what you think my feelings are. Just give me an alphabetical order layout. I'll decide for myself what genre I think they fall into. So. All right. What did you think? What do you think, Casey? What did yeah so the i didn't have any issues logging in um i have philo so um they do accept philo and i watched mail order bride on my ipad um the commercial breaks were not um very like they just they came naturally you know they kind of mm -hmm. like faded in came naturally the end um and i was like okay that's cool with which one was it um and I don't know if it was a movie thing or if it was what I was using, but the other two movies I watched on my Amazon fire stick. And I felt like specifically in lies between friends, the commercial breaks came in like super suddenly. It was like mm. the girl's talking, she's talking, 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 commercial break. And it was like, wait, I, I just need to digest what she just said because that's kind of crucial in what just, mm, um, and then I think it was kind of like that for smart cookies too. So I don't know if it was like the mode that I was using or if it was the movies. So that's, that was my thing. Like, you know, I get, they have to run the ads, but if they're going to run the ads, like at least ease them in instead of like chop the end of the sentence and then like hop into like, Oh, Hey, I'm Volvo. <laughs> I, um, I, I think, because I watched them all on my phone, and I'm not sure if there was a glitch or something, maybe when I watched it, but when I watched Mail Order Bride, 
um, like in the middle of it, all of a sudden it started playing ads and I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for the ads to end. I'm waiting for the ads to end. I'm waiting for the ads to end. It's been 10 ads <laughs> and I'm finally like, okay, are they going to ever start playing the movie again? <laughs> it just kept going and going and going. And I was like, this has to be a glitch. So I like closed it and like restarted the app and everything. And then I'd watch five more ads to get back to the movie. <laughs> Yeah. So I spent probably 20 some minutes watching ads Ooh. and I was like, wait, I think, I hope that was just a glitch. And that's not like something that happens on the phone, like where you accidentally get, and a lot of them were repeat ads too. So I'm like, wow, I've seen the same drug commercial now four times. Like, are we, <laughs> are we moving on here? Um, yeah. And then just the other thing is like on my phone, you have to be super careful when you're watching a movie because if one of the ads do come on and you accidentally touch your screen, it takes you mm -hmm. straight to the website and takes you away from the app. And Which then I don't know so if it did this for you guys, but it, it, I know. And it restarted the ad when I went back. Yes, so I was yeah. like, all right, well, so I had to be super careful not to touch my phone <laughs> at all. Like just hold it so that the ad didn't accidentally... Well, yeah. <laughs> sometimes you have to pause it, and sometimes you even have to pause it during an ad. I'll watch the ad. I get it. That's why this is free for me. But sometimes I just need to pause the ad because I need to go get something, or my phone drops on my face because I'm holding it and it drops, <laughs> or I don't know, something. And, yeah, I don't need to be taken to the web page. Slow yeah. down. Like, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was my that, problem, I mean, too. Yeah. Really? With the iPad. Yeah, with the iPad, I because I was holding it and I was just like, I would accidentally touch it and it would like, oh, boop. but it wouldn't restart. Like it didn't restart the ad. It would just keep going when I would go back to the app. So I don't know. The Hallmark app is just weird, y'all. Weird. <laughs> yes. So I, I definitely, definitely think there's some updates they could do on this app maybe. Um you know, or if they're just really not going to, because I feel like they don't really update it as much anymore. If they're just not going to use it, then maybe they just, like, shouldn't have it anymore now that they have Hallmark movies now. Like, but, but I don't know. Why can't they combine, not Hallmark movies now, that's its own thing, but why can't yeah. you combine a checklist and a main app together? Because on the checklist app, you can toggle between all of the different mm -hmm. pairings. Man, throw that in there. I like a reminder. So on the main, just yeah. give me just give me one app that I can just go to for all my channels mm -hmm. and all my shows and all my movies. Give me a checklist, like just put them, just combine them for me, just me. It almost <laughs> feels like the way that the like interface is for each app. It feels like they were designed by completely different people, mm -hmm. like not by the same channel, um, which is kind of weird. But you know. Casey, where can people find you on the interwebs? You can find me at Twitter and Instagram at Hallmark My Words, and my blog is linked there. Alrighty, awesome. What about you, Lisa? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Girl Gone Hallmark. Alrighty, awesome. Um, and you can find me um, on Instagram and Twitter at it's and on YouTube, you follow all of the social medias for um, Hallmark. It'll be linked down below. Um, and also let me know about my hosting skills. Should I replace Rachel? I'm kidding. I'm joking, guys. I'm joking. <laughs> Maybe we have. Y'all just don't know. Maybe yeah. we'll, we'll Rachel secretly. Yeah. 
Rachel secretly left the podcast. We just don't want to tell you. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. She's still here. She was just busy. And so I decided to help her out. Um, but yes, thank you, Rachel, for allowing us to do this and uh, give me a shot at hosting. I really appreciate it. But yeah, again, follow all the Hallmarkies links down below. And uh, we will see you guys all next time. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.